All right, everybody. So thank you so much for coming out today. So I'm excited today on Money Talk LA. Real talk, real people, real money. Today, I'm excited to have a really good friend of mine named Bob Donnell. Now, here's something I love about Bob. He is one of those inspirational people that go out there and make a difference every day. He does this by helping people get in touch with who they are and, more importantly, what their message is all about. He has a program called Everything Next Level. I'm excited because he's here today to be able to share some insight with us, some knowledge, some wisdom, and, more importantly, what it takes to become successful. So I would love for you guys to sit back give a big round of applause my good buddy Bob Donnell hey B what's going on buddy hey brother thank you man I appreciate being on the show hey we're excited to have you here today you know I was sitting here uh, at home stuck in uh, uh, lockdown as they say right <laughs> and I was thinking to myself I need to do something I'm so bored I said you know what who can I call at a drop of a dime and ask if they can help and reach out to them and share some insight and my good friend Bob was like Corey hey I'm uh, in man I'm all the way out in Idaho right now but let's get on the phone let's do it so I, I love it I love that this morning man so, yeah, so Bob, tell us a little bit about next level let's start off right off the top yeah. and share a little bit about your company and your program and all it's all about yeah well everything next level you know is is really um, exactly what it says everything next level every area of your life every personal professional health finances relationship you name it everything and then next level what's the next level and everyone always asks me Bob what's the next level I go I can't define what the next level is for you I can define it for me but I have, you know, a lot of my clients are, are, you know, very, very successful and their next level is about liquidating and creating legacy. And then I have people that are just starting out and people that are, you know, under drug abuse and everything else and, and just trying to regather their life. So the difference of what their next level is, is different. So we have coaching, we have courses, online courses, live, uh, live events, things like that. And it's really focused on helping people get to their next level personally and professionally. Nice, nice, nice. So let me make sure I follow. So let's say someone who's, uh, you know, really doesn't know what their direction is yet, right? But they're trying to figure out what the next level is for them. If, you know, maybe they're a person who worked as a corporate person for a number of years and they, and they just kind of got burnt out, right? And they're just saying, you yeah. know what, I want to do something more, something that kind of adds more value to not only myself, but they're, they want to be more of a servant, right? And they want to do something that's going to add value to the world, not just to themselves. So someone like that, how would they work with you? And what would be something that you would start talking to them about? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times what will, it'll be something as simple as that. Maybe they just made a career change. Or maybe they just went through a life change or something. And they just go, you know, I know I need to do something different than I've been doing. Um, and sometimes they're doing really, really well. And they just go, look, what I need to ramp up my game even more. So I think the, the best thing for them to do is just kind of say, do I want to make a change? And if so, if I knew what that change was, would I be willing to do it? And if so, reach out to me. I mean, I, I'll, I'll help anyone. I'm, I'm working with you know, people like now in, in drugs coming out of prisons. I'm working with top CEOs of companies. I'm working with celebrities, uh, you name it. And the real key is, do they, do they recognize that they need to make a change? And are they willing to make that change once they know how? You know, the thing I love is that you talk about is change. You know, one of my, my philosophies and, and kind of like my mantra is be better, right? It's all about becoming better, being you. Love it. And I think that, you know, I was reading a book and uh, it's called Relentless, right? And, um, and one of the things I loved about the book was that it talked about change is not necessarily 
you know, you evolving into something else, it's actually making you better at what you currently have inside of you, right? So it's expanding who you are. And so change, I believe I did a a podcast about change. And I thought that was really cool because it kind of gives you a different perspective of thinking about it, right? So everyone has it within themselves, right? But you just have to figure out a way how to get with the greatness that you have in you out, right? And so I would imagine something that you're doing is really helping people tap into that process, right? Very cool. I mean, the the process is really based around whether the willingness, right? I mean, you know, 12 step has has, has a thing that you've just got to be willing. You got to surrender, right? Right. So it's the same with everything else. We just have to be willing and and or we have to be able to be influenced um, into willingness. There you go. There you go. And coachable. Coachable. <laughs> right. Amen. Right. Amen. Right, right. So, you know, you and I both since... had people that weren't coachable. <laughs> we, <laughs> we all have that, that, right? <laughs> so let me talk about a little bit about, you know, I believe every successful person usually has their morning ritual, right? We talk about successful people do things consistently over time, which is how they've gotten to become successful. So what would be your morning ritual? Like, what do you do every day like clockwork to kind of keep you on your success path you know my my days are scheduled where um i want to have everything done by 10 o'clock in the morning so that i can just be available for things like this or to go out and connect with people or to meet people or have phone calls and so from 10 o'clock in the morning till whenever is just and sometimes it's one two in the morning i'm just available for connecting um but before 10 o'clock it's you know i wake up i take my shower all that stuff but really before i do any of that i'm just i'm i'm a sponge in bed I'm laying there watching videos, I'm having my morning meditation, I'm praying, I'm reading my Bible or a devotion, um, and just spending that time just to be and kind of get acclimated and then take my shower, have breakfast, all that stuff. But the bottom line is um, I want everything, including all my return emails and everything done by 10. So I get with my virtual assistant and say, here's what I need done or here's what I need, what can you give me? And, uh, but everything's done by 10. Nice, nice, nice. You know, it's funny because I find that most successful people do have a schedule that they kind of follow. Like I tell everybody, I calendar everything, right? If it's not on my calendar, it's probably not going to get done, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a big part of the process. I know that a lot of successful people do that, it seems like, right? We we have to know that we're not just kind of going through our day haphazardly, right? And not knowing what the strategies are and the focus that we're on so we can be very consistent with that. No, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a huge proponent fan of personal development and I know you are as well, right? That's part of the reason why we coach and speak all over the place and all over the world. Um, but like, is there any one person that kind of inspired you more than anyone else out there that kind of kind of helped and shape your life a little bit? Uh, wow. You know, I mean, I've had so many great mentors like you yeah. and we've had so many great people. You know, I mean, I look at people like Tony Robbins. I look at people like um, Mark Victor Hansen. I look at people like uh, Keith Ferrazzi. These are all people that have really greatly influenced my life. Um, and, then, and then there's the guy at 15 and a half years old when my mom was diagnosed with cancer who walked up to me and said, so Bob, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, I'm 15. Why are you asking me? And he made a profound statement. It really changed the direction of my life. He said, Bob, because you can learn a product, service, or an industry, or you can learn one thing that will drive every product, service, or industry. And I said, well, what's that? And he said, human behavior. If you understand human behavior, you can be successful in any product, service, or industry. And I said, well, sign me up, kind of jokingly. And he said, great, go become a peer counselor. So he says, become a peer counselor when school starts back. So I became a peer counselor and 
and worked with crisis intervention and suicide prevention and took some you know courses and stuff and then um and then founded my first nonprofit at uh, working with suicide prevention and crisis intervention at age 19 ran that for about five years and I, I say that he influenced me i can't even remember the guy's name he was a friend of my mom's i think um he knew obviously that my mom was going to die and supposedly in six months she lasted two years but um that was a profound statement, a question that he asked me. I believe, you know, from that, I've kind of developed under under next level, um, the quality of your connection will be determined by the quality of questions you ask. And so are you asking the right questions? And are you asked, can you ask better questions? And he asked me a great question at 15. I would, I had no answer for that, but he gave me an answer and, uh, and it changed the trajectory of my life forever. You know, you said something that I thought just was profound, that little statement, asking the right questions, you know, mm-hmm. it's sometimes, you know, we, we have opportunities where we can get in front of people who maybe have the, you know, the power or the influence to help move us to a different direction. But when we get yeah. a chance to meet with that person, we're not really ready to ask the right question because we haven't thought about right. what that question is, right? Correct, um, correct. I think that is so important to be ready all the time, you know? Uh, yeah. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, right? To quote Will, that's right. Will Smith, right? Uh, yeah. But that's, that's, I think that's a great insight because I think knowing the right question to ask, my wife always says, if you ask the right questions, you get the right answers, right? That's right. That's and right. I think that's huge in that process. Yeah, that's perfect. I love that. Um, yeah, well, you know, just I, I just want to pause for a second because yeah. I think in order to ask the right question, which is the key, you have to ask the right question. You have to have a criteria of what you're looking for. So if I want you to say the number four, but I keep asking you what five plus one is and what six plus two is, you're not going to say four. And so no matter how many questions I ask, so I have to ask the right question, but I have to know what it is that I'm going to first. So that criteria. And criteria for me, and this is a course I teach, but in criteria, I teach criteria is not avatar. Avatar is, you know, medium price range, medium income, male, female, age range, all that. Avatar, I mean, that's avatar. Criteria is non-negotiable. So if I want somebody in my, like I have six non-negotiable for friends in my life, strategic partners in my life, and clients in my life. And those are non-negotiable. So you can have five, but not six. It's a no deal. It makes it really easy to say yes. It makes it really easy to say no. And I think most people are in limbo a lot, yes about yes and no. But if we can create a criteria, so I would say create the criteria first. So if I want, um, like one of my criteria, I don't give all my criteria, but if one of my criteria is open-minded, I want people in my life that are open-minded. Why? Because I don't do things the same way as everybody else. So they're going to be frustrated and I'm going to be frustrated if they're not open-minded. So if I know open-minded, then I can create a question that helps me identify whether they're open-minded or not. So criteria comes first, then the questions. And I agree with you, man. You got to have more than one question to help identify the criteria. Otherwise, it's like going to you know hunt bear with one arrow. <laughs> right, and that's not going to be a successful look. <laughs> <laughs> you miss, man. You're a goner. Game over, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, you talk about, um, you know, the non-negotiables, you know, and I like that word because I think sometimes, 
we have a tendency of trying to take too many things on at one time, right? And I think you said it best when you said that sometimes you're going to be able to say no, right? I was reading an article one time and, you know, and Warren Buffett had talked about saying no more frequently so that you could say yes to the things that you really want to do, right? And right. so when you talk about non-negotiables, I think in my own life, you know, I've gotten to a point now where I think I'm kind of at that point where I'm saying, you know, um, they're just, I don't waste time anymore, right? So if there's something I know I'm not going to do, you know, because you and I know, we, we've been in the industry for a lot of years. <laughs> Everybody pitches this on everything under the sun, yeah. right? Check yeah. out my new thing I'm doing. I'm launching this. I'm part of some direct sales company. Yeah. I want to be a speaker on this stage. And it's so funny because now as I've gotten older, it's so funny when I turned 50, I really was like, it was like that moment, right? Where it was like, okay, I don't want to waste time anymore because I'm on that other uh, side, you know, trying to make sure that everything <laughs> I do is worthwhile, right? Um, but I think yeah, that the interesting thing is as, as we get older and get more mature, we really start wor not worrying about the small stuff anymore, right? We worry about, like you said, the non-negotiables. We want to know exactly what we want in our lives. And at the end of the day, we don't settle for anything else. And nor do we bring anything right. in that we don't really want to do anymore. I think that's so powerful. Right. And I think as... Yeah, and, and it's, it's as simple as if you're looking for a car and you want a Mercedes. And that's, only, that's the only car you're going to buy as a Mercedes. Right. And I know you've right. had Mercedes and I love Mercedes. So yeah. I, there are stories I'm using. But if we know that the only car we're interested in buying is Mercedes, then no matter what somebody comes up with, hey, I've got a Jaguar. No, I've got a BMW. <laughs> no, I've got a Hyundai. No, the answer is no. And it's really easy to say no when you're very clear on what that criteria is. Yeah, you know, I think that focus is so important, right? And be very convicted about what you believe in and what you want. So I think that also is one of those things that kind of helps you grow in any practice and any business and ever in the endeavor you do, right? Because you Amen. know laser what you want, right? I think it's so important for us to start getting in tune with who we are and what we want out of life. So no, I totally yeah. agree with that. You know, tell me a little bit about, so I know you're you're really in the family life. You got some grandbabies out there that I know mm -hmm. spend a lot of your time, or you spend a lot of your time yeah. with this stuff. How important is having a balance with family life when it comes to success? Share a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I think, I think we're probably in agreement on this, um, knowing you as well. You know, balance is really a, a misnomer in my book. Um, balance means flatline. I don't know anyone who wants to go flatline. Right. Um, we want the highs. We want the ups. We want the lows. There are times when family is going to be the priority and you're going to do nothing but family. Then there's going to be times when it's business and you're all business. And the way I create that, that balance, if you want to call it balance for me, is I say, there's going to be a lot of business and there's going to be low family. And then there's going to be a lot of family and a low business. And that creates the balance that does this. Right. But the thing for me is I go, how do I create that? And I go, well, what's the end goal? What's the end game? So um, I have a friend who worked for uh, at 19, decided she wanted to work at the white house. So she goes to apply for the White House. Not only does she get a job at the White House at 19, she works for then Gerald Ford, President Ford. Um, so she's not just working at the White House. She's actually working for the president. She works for him for several years. He leaves um, office. He takes her with her to Palm Springs. She works for him for a number of years. Then she leaves. And I said, where do you go from there? That's got to be a step down. Anything from the, well, the White House. <laughs> and she goes, no, because I went to work for 
uh, Reverend, uh, uh, Dr. Billy Graham. And she goes, anything from Dr. Graham is, is a step down. She goes, president seek him, he doesn't seek president. I'm like, ooh, great distinction. So then she went to work for Robert Shuler. I mean, three of the most prolific influential people in our time, right, in the right. world. And she says to me, I said, I called her up one day and we're on Skype and I said, oh man, tell me, how did these guys handle like distractions or handle bad press or people, you know, you know, bagging on them? And she made a great, I said, how did each of them handle? So I'm thinking I'm going to get three great nuggets. And she goes, oh, well, uh, it's, it's really simple. They all handle it the same way. I'm like, how did they handle it? She goes, they were very clear on their mission. And if it didn't, it didn't further their mission. It didn't exist. It was just white noise. And I went, really? She goes, yeah, President Ford was about healing the nation. Anything right. that came in, bad press, arguments, people, if it didn't further the mission of healing the nation, it didn't exist for him. She said, Robert Grant, uh, Dr. Billy Graham was all about saving souls. If it didn't further the mission of saving souls, it didn't exist. And she goes, and, and uh, Schuler was all about spreading positivity around the world. If it didn't further that mission, it didn't exist. And I think when I look at how to create balance, I go, is this furthering my mission? My mission is to inspire strategic action. So if it inspires strategic action, it's, a, it, it, it's in my schedule. If it doesn't inspire strategic action, then I need to go, what good is this in my, in my schedule? You know, it's, it's, it's funny you say that because like, as I think about most people who are successful, you get to the point where you know that there are certain things that are propelling you forward to what your goals are. And then there are certain things that aren't. I just had a conversation with one of my um, son's girlfriends <clears throat> and uh, we were talking about, you know, cause she had asked me a simple conversation about, you know, Mr. C, you know, I, I graduated college you know, and I know I want to go in a certain career, but with everything that's going on right now, no one's really hiring, right? And uh, so she started talking about, you know, maybe the ability of going out there and doing, you know, like those Uber, Uber Eats and Grubhub kind of things, whatever, right? And I said to her, I said, you know, listen, baby, at the end of the day, to me, if it's not moving you into the direction you want to be in at the end, then why do it? I mean, you can go and make a couple of bucks doing the Grubhub or the Uber Eats. I'm not taking anything away from that. But right. at the end of the result, you're trying to go to law school and be a environmental lawyer if that's the direction you're going in. How does, you know, delivering food services going to get you in that direction, right? And I said, it's not always about the current job, but it's the circle of influence and connections that you make that maybe propel Amen. you to that next level, right? And wow. take you to Amen. where you want to be at. And so what I might talk was to her is, although I'm not saying that you're better than or anything like that about taking that job, I said, but does it move you closer towards what your end result is? And I think Amen. that's what you learn and that wisdom we have as we get older and that we've gone through that process. Yeah. We start to realize that I'm not doing anything unless it's moving me to the direction that I want to be in, right? Whatever that right. success level yeah. is for yourself. Yeah, that's good. Man, what great advice for her. And I mean, she's, she's blessed to have uh, somebody like you speaking that into her life. I mean, you've had people like that. I've had people like that. But there's a lot of people growing up and have grown up and, and they've never had that. So, man, that's awesome that, you, that you're that, that person in her life.
Yeah, no, I agree, man. I think this is uh, this is those kind of times you have to be able to share and I think really focus on the things that are moving you forward. So uh, you got to be very consistent with it, I think, more than anything else. It's all about the consistency. Yeah. You know, um, let's talk a little bit about a couple of other things. So we've had some yeah. really good friends of ours that are great speakers all over the world that have done a great job as far as sharing insights and knowledge and leadership and, and roles of that nature. Um, you know, looking back, I think, you know, when you and I first met, you know, we met yeah. speaking and, and talking and being circled around, uh, you know, right. influencers and so forth. And, you know, yeah. I, I think that's really helped us both kind of find our path, I guess, for lack of a better term. But sure. Is there anyone out there that you kind of spoke with and that you've been working with that you would say, you know, this person impactfulness is really going to be able to help other people in these trying times and things that are going on? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be one of the standards and that's going to be Tony Robbins. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, he, he's just got the ability to speak uh, in such a way that people, people listen. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think, you know, that's going to be one of my number one people that if I was going to have anyone listen to anyone right now, uh, I would probably have them listen to, to a Tony Robbins. Um, but I, you know, I think that, you know, the others, you know, I mentioned Mark Richard Hansen before Mark, you know, Mark's just got that way about him that he's, uh, you know, I just did an interview with him and him and Crystal and, and they're good friends of mine. And, but you just sit down with him and you walk away going, yeah, I, I got this. I mean, he just got that way to make you inspired. <laughs> and uh, it's his cadence, it's his tonality, it's everything. It is right. So, you know, I think both of those, but, um, you know, and then, you know, I mean, Les Brown, you, you and I are both dear friends with Les. Yeah. yeah that, guy can, that, guy can, that guy can say the word butter and make you melt. <laughs> he's, he's got it. You know, it's so funny. I remember one time I was sitting in a car with Les and, and it was right when I was kind of learning how to deliver my speech and who I am and talk about who Corey Chapman is, right? And I remember he sat there, he's okay, Corey. So tell me your story, right? And so I'm sitting here, I'm telling them my story and I'm having this conversation with them and how to deliver my story. And I remember laughing because I literally told him this conversation about who I was and what I thought I wanted to do. And he goes, okay, so now let me tell you how it should be delivered, right? You know, let me tell you what your power voice should sound like, right? And he told my story better than I told my story, right? And I just started laughing. I was like, oh my God, I'm not worthy. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you were absolutely right. I, don't, I think yeah. shoot, Les could talk about a menu and you would oh. be like, what do I need yeah. to buy next? <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be taking notes, right? Right, the whole time. That menu. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah Les you know, is definitely one of those, a good guy, man. I think those three are... Those three that if you wanted to change it, and, and then of course, I think one of my all time favorites is Jim Rohn. Yeah. And, um, sure. you know, his just, his just, his delivery, his message uh, was always just on point. And I think, you know, those are the kind of people that we need in our lives right now. And, and yeah. I think those are the people you and I have surrounded ourselves with. Right. And um, so we've been heavily influenced. And I think that's why people are attracted to you and I, not because we are Jim Rohn or Tony Robbins or Mark Victor Hans. But because we have taken some of that information and some of that delivery and then made it our own and said, here, here it is. And we serve it up to people. And what I call us is we become the gap fillers for them. We are the ones that are standing between where they are and where they want to be. And we've taken all that practical and tactical experience over the years that we've created, that we've, we've been alive. And now we're in that position to really 
uh, impact people with that. Most definitely, most definitely. You know, if there was a, if there was a, a, a bit of advice you would give your younger self, right? Um, you know, we've been in this game for a long time and sometimes, you know, if you had the opportunity to accelerate your progression, right? And now looking back, if you were talking to your younger self, what would be that one piece of advice you would say to yourself to kind of help you move faster to kind of get where you are now? Yeah, I, I think um, I would say take action faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, make sure that you are always operating from the right place. Um, do the hard right over the easy wrong. Right. There you go. I like that. I like that. That so, came from, from my friend Larry Broughton. So I wish I could own that one, but that's Larry Broughton's statement. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Well, you know, um, we're living in a crazy time right now. You know, um, it's uh, way different. And I, my wife and I were talking yesterday. This is so like a movie, right? We're like watching our own movie unfold, right? You right. walk outside, there's no one outside. I saw a, a drone shot of San Francisco and the, the Bay Bridge as well as, uh, you know, the Golden State Bridge. And literally there was no cars on it. Uh, yeah. Farmer's market area was kind of shut down. There was no people out. I saw some shots of New York. I mean, it's just a weird thing. Las Vegas, no one on the strip at all. You know, this is crazy. I mean, you know, but, you know, even though we're living and going through all these, you know, we think it's a negative conversation. I was watching and reading some things the other day talking about like just in Los Angeles, how healthier the air is now, right? The Mm -hmm. beaches are kind of healing themselves, right? Uh, There's not a lot of smog and, you know, things that are kind of forcing the country or excuse me, the climate to, you know, go in a different direction. So maybe there is some positive to this, you know, maybe we need Mm -hmm. to, you know, once a month, just shut down the world, you know, and be able to just kind of pause for a moment, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a little simple plug in for my new, book pause right uh but pause for a moment and really say you know that we are doing some things that are infecting or that are affecting the inherent you know the overall environment and that it may be something to the better right what are your thoughts around that yeah i i think there's a huge benefit and i think what we're going to see is we're going to see industries change yep um and i think some of them are going to come better and some of them are going to go away the ones that went away maybe their time was done Right. Um, and, and, you know, not to say that they weren't serving a value or serving a purpose, but I think that there's going to be a lot of things change for the better. I also think that, um, that people are getting a little bit more, um, grounded. Um, uh, they're beginning to understand who they are is more important than what they do, which is one of the next level pillars, um, because who you are will determine the quality of anything you do. So right. you got to focus on that first. Um, I think we're going to see industries change. I think we're going to see people's, uh, people's priorities change, which I think is a value, huge value. I think um, one of the coolest things I think we're going to see is we're going to see um, we're going to see people really start to take things the right things serious and focus on the right things. Yeah. And I I, I really am a big believer that um, meaningful conversations. I have a, I have a program called um, Conversations That Matter. You know, meaningful conversation are going to start taking a higher priority than just like us having this conversation right now, right? Three months ago, when we started talking about doing a, doing a podcast together and me hopping on yours, we wouldn't have been talking about this. Right. We'd have been talking about how do we make business better? How do we make more, you know, blank, blank, blank. And yet because of that, because of these changes, 
we're now having a more meaningful conversation and truly a conversation that's going to change the trajectory of not only our lives, but those people in our family, but also the people that we impact and influence over the course of our lifetime. It will forever change the way we look at certain things. And some of it will be better and some of it will be worse. And yes, there's going to be people that have a, have a horrific consequence. Their business is going out of business. Not to make light of that at all. Please do not take that from me. What I'm saying is that I believe that those that say learn how to pivot, as, as a great author wrote, um, uh, those that learn how to pivot will, uh, will come out of this stronger. And I think as we as a society, I think we're going to come out of this. I, a good friend of mine, Joe Ingram, is a member of my, my Next Level community. He says, you know, look, look at all of your history. Look at everything that you've been through, all the challenges. You're on this side of it. You have a 100% track record of surviving. Come on. Focus on that. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a great statement. You know, it's so funny. We talk about how some people become, you know, um, broken in this time, but other people become record breakers at this time, you know, and I think that's a huge thing yeah. to the intensity like and the consistency of staying afloat. Sometimes it's to that sheer tenacity of not giving up and sticking and getting back up no matter what. Um, you're right, man. I think um, what, I, what I've loved to see and what, I, what I've really been enjoying and watching, you have some people who can look at all this and, and see that the half glass is empty, right? Where other people are saying it's half full and they're seeing all the positives. And I was talking to a good buddy of mine yesterday and uh, I was telling him that I was going to write a new book and it just says, sit your ass still, right? You know, because sometimes in life, you're just going to sit still, <laughs> like right? And be able to embrace what's going on at the time, right? Because yeah. right now, like, you know, it's forcing even myself to really stay still and get things done that you've always been putting off because you just didn't have time to do, but now you're forced to do it. Right. And even right. to the point where you're spending quality time with your family, you know, and yeah. Lala and I've been doing a lot of walking together. My daughter and I were just playing ping pong the other day, you know, we're swimming in the backyard. So it's been really cool. Movie night, you know, has been coming up. And mm. like I said to you earlier, we ended up doing pizza night last night and built our own pizzas <laughs> out, you know, just Love finding it. ways to just be interactive you know and, and just enjoying life and i think yeah one of the things you said when you said it's like who you are right you're really learning to be who you are you're really learning to be intentional to your process yeah. so um yeah. yeah this has been really cool man i've been really excited about some of the things that have definitely come out of this and like you said i think the industries are going to change quite a bit i think people's lifestyles will change quite a bit and i think how we deliver and connect with people will change quite mm. a bit as well um yeah. I think the, you know, the greatest thing is this Zoom kind of concept where you can still be able to have that face-to-face -face interaction without yep. necessarily having to be in the same room. You know, I was doing right. a podcast with a, a good friend of mine that was out in Germany a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, and I'm sitting there saying like, we're right in each other's living room talking about things that we should be talking about. So I think it's a pretty cool concept, good time. And I think no matter what's going on in the world, you know, we too will get through this, you know, this shall come to pass. I think that we just need to stay focused and vigilant about being safe, washing our hands, making sure that we're keeping our safe distances so we can get over this, you know, epidemic. But at the end of the day, ultimately we will come out on the better on the other side. I think we always do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. You know, it's funny. I'm a, a friend of mine is um, the former attorney general for the state of Nevada. And um, I was having breakfast with him maybe three weeks ago and I was coming through Las Vegas and I said, Hey, let's, let's grab breakfast. Yeah, let's do it. 
we're sitting there and he goes, you know, um, Bob, if this was a week later, I wouldn't be having breakfast with you right now. He goes, I really believe Vegas, the casinos need to shut down. And I'm like, dude, I mean, wait a second. You're the former attorney general for the state of Nevada. You could not be popular with that kind of thinking. <laughs> down the casino. How many millions and billions of dollars right. are you losing in a day? Right, yeah. Uh, he, he says, no, he goes, but Bob, it's, it's serious. He says, so um, that's what I would recommend. A week later, they shut down the casinos. And um, it, it was amazing. Uh, I came back through the, the next week. And like you said, Las Vegas, I drove down the strip and I went two miles on the strip and I probably counted 40 to 50 people tops walking yeah. the strip. That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, Bob, man, I appreciate your time today, man. How do people find you, man? Give me some insight yeah. and some knowledge and so people can find you in your program, you know, everything next yeah. level. I know it's a great program, so I'd love for people to find you. How do they find you? Thank you. Yeah. Um, they can go to everythingnextlevel.com is the website. Uh, but, you know, as a gift, you know, there's a lot of people going to struggle right now. And there's a lot of people that are trying to figure out what to do next. I'm, I'm, I'm giving away 30 minutes to any one of your listeners that just wants to hop on a Zoom call with me. And, uh, and I'll do, I'll just do whatever I can to help them get clarity, get purpose, get direction. And then what's their next step to take action. So um, anybody who wants to do that, they just go to everythingnextlevel.com forward slash appointments, appointments, plural, um, they can select a time there called get connected and just uh, get connected. Just pick a time, the slot that works for them. And I'll give that away. Perfect. We'll also put that in the bottom of the context at the bottom. So people can kind of reach out to you as well. Well, Bob, man, I appreciate your time, brother. You know, this has right. been a great time to sit down and chat with you and catch up and kind of see what you're doing in the real world out there and uh, hopefully sharing some insight for other people. So thanks so much, brother, for coming on board. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening and tuning in to Money Talk LA. Real people, real money, real talk. We're going to see you guys next time around. Have a great day.